The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Empower Radio presents The Miracle of Healing with Lisa Campion. Meet healers, learn different modalities, and hear empowering stories of people on their healing journey. The Miracle of Healing on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Lisa Campion. Hello, I'm Lisa Campion, and this is The Miracle of Healing on Empower Radio. We come, to, we come together every week to discuss all different types of healing. This is something the world needs a lot of these days now more than ever. So if you're new to my show, I'm super glad that you're here, welcome. And if you've been listening for a while, welcome back. I've got a hot topic today. Um, you know, it's a crazy world out there, we all know that. What do you do if you're a teen or, or a youngster, a young adult? Um, even before the coronavirus hit, this was a rough world for teens and young adults. So we're already facing intense challenges, mental health challenges, academic stress, substance abuse, eating disorders. College, college bills, anxiety and depression, it seems to me like my kids are that age, I have three kids, and it seems to me they and their entire generation of, an entire generation is depressed and anxious. Then we had the pandemic on top of all that. And how, and now the, this age group is having to deal with virtual learnings, isolation um, from friends and family, loss of an employment opportunity. And when I talk to kids of that generation, it seem, they tell me like, well, we just think the world is about to end. How do we even deal with that, right? Good thing we have people like our guest today. So we have today Christy Hugstad with this incredible book that she wrote called Be You Only Better, uh, Real Life Self-Care for Young Adults and Everyone Else. And um, Christy's amazing. I've had her on the show before. Um, she really specializes in this grief recovery. Um, she's a certified grief recovery specialist and a grief and loss facilitator for addicts in recovery. And she's and she's a frequent um, guest and speaker in high schools all over all over. So welcome so much and thanks for being back on the show with me, Christy. Thank you so much for having me. So wow, yeah, like like. What do we do? How, how do we deal with a whole generation of depressed and anxious people? And, and it was bad before, but it's worse now, right? Oh, much worse. You know, uh, technology made it difficult to be a young adult in the first place. You know, our teens are on Snapchat and Instagram comparing themselves to their peers. Their cons- main concern is how many likes they're getting on their posts, how many people are following them. And then to add the pandemic and the isolation and the lack of social connection to all of that, it's really devastating for our, our teens. Why do you think that there um, there's such a difference between like our, our generation, you know, when we were growing up? I mean, I would say that life was stressful, but it seemed manageable. Like we had a, kind of a feeling that we could make it. There was some place to go. Like, what's the difference? Is it totally just the world of the Internet? Do you think that's changed things for them? You know, I think it plays a really big part. Um, I know for me personally, you know, I was bullied in the ninth grade. 
But yeah. it stopped once I got home because they would have to call my house. And right. my father, my father and mother might answer, right? And so now these kids that are being bullied, it actually kicks up after school because cyberbullying is where a lot of these cowards hide and they can remain anonymous and continue to bully. So a lot of these different issues that our teens are facing are actually worse because we didn't have the technology growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was Snapchat or Instagram or Twitter. When I Tick, was TikTok. It's all about TikTok now. Right? Yeah. And we were not, we didn't have our heads buried in our phones. We were not walking down the street with our heads down in our phones. Mm. I think it all those social media things like give them sort of an unrealistic expectation about who they're supposed to be, what they're supposed to be doing. It's it's a lot of smoke and mirrors that they then think is something they've got to live. Seems well, like the to me. most important thing for young people is to fit in and mm-hmm. have have their peers approve of them. So when you're comparing yourself, you're doing body shaming. You're comparing yourself to all these, uh, you know, movie stars, celebrities, musicians, all it does is make them feel bad about themselves because they can't live up to that. Mm -hmm. And that is really, really, that's got to change. And what's the antidote? I know you write about, you write about it a lot in your book and it's sort of, your book was beautiful. I love that you, you had real life self-care for young adults and everyone else because I was looking, um, I was reading it and I was like, wow, these are really good ideas really for anybody. But what, what's the antidote? How do we really start taking care of ourselves and, and, and treating ourselves with more love and respect than maybe we're doing? Well, that's why the title is Be You, right? I'm not asking them to be anybody other than who they are. Mm-hmm. They can be the best version of themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. But, and you can probably attest to this too. I didn't know what self care was growing up. I never had heard the word. I didn't know how to change my brain chemistry. So, all of the self care tools in here are all about changing your brain chemistry, raising the endorphins, the serotonin, the dopamine, the oxytocin, and making your mood change. So that you're happier and you will draw people to you because you have a positive outlook in life. That's what it's all about. So mm-hmm. that's why at the end of each chapter, I talk about the science behind the self-care tool. This is what it's doing for your, for your brain. Mm-hmm. Right? Because teens do not want to just be told what to do. Right. They don't want to be told, go out and exercise, go for a hike. Get some fresh air, whatever. They've been told that a million times. You know, shut down your technology. But if you take it a step further and say, this is what endorphins are, this is what exercise is going to do to the endorphins in your brain. And it's the same structure as morphine. It's going to make you feel better. You're going to get outside of it. Yeah, I loved it that you like really started even started off the book talking about brain chemistry and um, and I think these days, if you complain to any doctor about feeling bad, the first thing they do is push a lot of medication, you know, antidepressants, anti-anxiety meds on kids younger and younger, it seems to me, um, are having um, that as the answer. And I, I do think there are times when those medications are very important for people. And yet I loved how you 
really jumped into that conversation right away, you know, with all these different ways that we can actively participate in managing our own brain chemistry. Well, absolutely. And there is not enough information out there. It's not being presented to our youth in schools. Teachers don't know about it, parents, administrators. That's why I added to the subtitle and everyone else. Mm. Because most of the feedback I'm getting, because I always encourage parents to read the book first so that they can be on the same page as their child. And their feedback is, I, I didn't know any of this. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't get this information growing up. So it's new to parents and teachers as well. So I think it's so important for all of us to meet our teens where they are. And that's why the teachers and parents and any adults that have teens in their lives need these tools as well. Right. And it it's, it's not um, rocket science in a way, but I think there are these foundational things that we've got lost that have gotten lost especially in the world the high-tech world we live in and especially during the pandemic Um, and one of the things you mentioned right off the bat sort of on the top of your list is sleep right it's hard for teens to sleep isn't it it is and our schools are not structured to meet the needs of a teen sleep cycle you know they probably we probably shouldn't start school till 10 o'clock right and, uh, you know, I know for me, I, I could barely make it to my first period class. And right. I, I really wasn't present. I was so tired. Yeah. So they're, they're really not going to sleep until 11, 12, 1 a.m. It's really difficult for them to get up early. So that's why during the day, I offer suggestions of what you can do to make sure when it is time to shut down and get some sleep, you're ready to do that. You need to cut out the caffeine. You need to get exercise. You need to tire yourself out physically. You mm. need to meditate. You need to do some deep breathing. There are tools in here to help you sleep because we're not going to change structure of, of schools. Right. And teens seems, oh, they need more sleep than grownups do, I think, too. Right? Absolutely. There's... That's why on the weekends, they're not getting up till noon, one o'clock. You know, that's mm-hmm. their natural body rhythm. So Right. And and what else besides sleep? You mentioned exercise as being um, uh, also sort of top on your list. What? How does that help? Well, again, it raises the endorphins in your brain, which is that feel-good chemical. So if you think whenever you've gone out for a walk or run or you've worked out, when you get back home, you think, I'm so glad I did that. There's a reason for that. It altered your brain chemistry. And that's the kind of addiction that's positive. You want to get addicted to that feel-good brain chemistry that makes you want to do it again and again and again. So exercise is going to also make you a happier person. Mm-hmm. And when you are happier, you're going to sleep better. All these other things are going to fall into place. Do you think that um, teenagers ha- who have sort of wonky brain chemistry and they don't know these um, natural ways to do it are pulled more into substance? addiction or food addiction those are drugs and food seem to be ways that we try to we gravitate towards naturally to alter our brain chemistry right yes they're looking for an escape they're looking for a way to numb the pain and they don't know any other way to do that so they'll start drinking or taking drugs or you know engaging in reckless behavior that kind of thing Mm -hmm. so these self-care tools 
are more important to those kids more than anybody. Mm -hmm. Right. And it, I think that probably as parents, teachers, and, and, and adults who support teens and young adults, um, it, I, I feel like routine is really important part of this. It's not really like you, you get one good night's sleep or you go out and exercise once, that's going to make an impact on you. We, we need to help them build um, routines, healthy routines into their life sort of on the daily. Well, all of these tools will help you if you work on them becoming a habit. Mm -hmm. And to establish a habit, it needs routine. That's why at the end, okay, so I've given you the self-care tool. I've told you what it's going to do for your brain, how it's going to alter your mood, make you happy. But where do you go from there? You know, like in the journaling chapter, I'll say it really helps to write down your thoughts and feelings. Well, that's great, but how do I get started? Mm. So I think the most important part is the very end of each chapter where I say, here's how to get started. Because I've got to take it full circle. If they're going to make these self-care tools a habit, I've got to tell them how to do it. Here are examples. Here are some journaling prompts. Here are some questions to ask yourself. You don't have to buy a journal. You can do it on your phone. You can do it on your laptop. You can write on the back of your notebook. So I give them suggestions of how to get started so that they can do it every other day or as much time as they can make for it and make it happen. Right, and, and as um, supporting adults in their lives, how, how can we support them? We can't make them do these things. You can't make a teen journal or walk or exercise or quit coffee. Like, what, what can we do to, as teachers or parents to support? Well, I think the easiest way, and that's why I really encourage adults to read it. Mm -hmm. Something is going to click with you and stick out in that book that you had no idea um, maybe, for example, in the sleep chapter, I talk about what happens to your brain after one missed night's sleep or two. And after three, you actually start to hallucinate. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, you have these little micro sleeps where you pull up in front of a store and you don't remember how you got there. So you actually are missing a small period of time where you don't remember what just happened. That's when you lose your keys. That's when you get an offender bender, right? Wow. You can also relate to that. And that you can trace back to sleep, lack of sleep. So for a parent or a teacher to actually say, your child, did you know that after missing 24 hours of sleep, this, this, and this happens? And you know what? The other day, I almost got an accident. And now I'm taking it back to I didn't sleep that night, the night before. And, and so engage them in conversation about something that you felt or that you found really intriguing, because I will guarantee you they didn't know it either, or something that you think they might relate to. And then just open the dialogue and have a conversation about that. And maybe model, you know, maybe model it too. Like if we can show them a household, you know, where the adults are doing this, you know, um, like this that I think so often they learn by what we model for them. Well, that's, that's the most important thing right there. You as a parent need to be engaging in these self-care tools as well. Because you are trying to navigate, you know, 
your household, your kids, a job, whatever it is, most of you are on overload. So probably where it needs to start in your household is with you. So if you <laughs> are meditating or if you're doing deep breathing exercises or if you're saying, you know, what, I've been sitting here for four hours. I need to check in with myself. I need to stand up. I'm going outside for five minutes, take a few deep breaths, get some fresh air, and then I'll come back and, and resume what I was doing. You need to model these behaviors. That's the most important thing. Christy, I was reading your book and that's, I was kind of like, I was kind of like, can I do these things too? <laughs> you know, like I, I was like, do I have permission to do it? Um, because I, I, um, I think it's such great basic information. And like you said, so many people don't really know, um, don't know these things. And I mean, I, I've just only recently learned a lot of the things that you're talking about in this book and have incorporated them into my own life. Right. And that's why I changed the subtitle because I'm getting more feedback from parents than anybody mm -hmm. and everyone else. So we all need self-care. And I tell you what, we all need it broken down and, and we need it very explained to us in a very basic format. Mm -hmm. right? We all need to know why we should be doing this and how do we get started doing it. That's not the piece. Right. And then it, it seems very common sense in a lot of ways too. Like when, you know, like, well, you've got to eat, we, we all know you're supposed to eat right and exercise and sleep. We all know it's kind of in the back of our minds, but there, there's some way that you lay it out in your book where you see the stakes that are involved in it and, and what happens if you don't, don't do it and what, and the rewards if you do. Well, that's why instead of going on this big nutritional campaign of eat, more leafy green vegetables and stay hydrated and just basic nutrition. I thought the most important thing, and I dedicated a whole chapter to it, is cut back on your sugar. If you're eating healthy and you're drinking five Cokes a day, you're not healthy. Mm. Well, I think the main culprit for most teens and adults is the sugar. Yeah. Half in there that says, did you know that one can of soda has 10 teaspoons of sugar. So what happens is you start to crash an hour after that, and then you're going to need another can of soda. Now you've got 20 teaspoons. I have clients that have six, seven, eight cans of soda a day. That's 80 teaspoons of sugar. Wow. Now you wonder why they can't sleep. Then they wonder why they can't focus in school. Mm -hmm. or they're irritable. So what's happened is they have created a sugar addiction. Yeah. So that's why I kept it simple and just focused on the sugar. You cut back on that, and there's also a sugar log in the back. So you're writing down everything that you're consuming that contains sugar. Which is basically everything. <laughs> like, if you well, read labels, you know. Right, like but who, who reads labels? Right, very few people do. So if you read the label, you get the sugar content, content, you log it on your sheet, and then you tally it at the end of the day, uh, it's pretty shocking. It's pretty shocking. And I, I just read recently that um, sugar has a very, very profound impact on our immune system. And, that, and we lower our immune system considerably after we eat sugar, which is not something we want to be doing during the, a pandemic. No, you're going to get sick more easily with a compromised immune system. It affects your skin, mm. it affects your, your, your uh, mouth, the cavities, 
uh, your liver, your organs, everything. So let's just start there. Let's just cut back on the sugar. And once you do that, you're going to be more motivated to eat healthy because you're going to be eliminating a lot from your diet when you do that. <laughs> That's a great idea. And I think, too, emotions is a big thing for parents of teens or teens themselves. Like, teens are extra emotional. Um, and I know you have some really good tips in here about how to handle our the over emotional or not even over emotional. It's just it's a fact about teenagers, right? Um, how do we handle the overflow of emotions? Let me put it that way. With when you're a teen or you've got teens. Well, they are very emotional, but I also think it's important not to write that off as oh they're just being a teen mm. because some of that stress and some of that anger there can be underlying issues right so i think it's important to just not dismiss it and say well they're just being a teenager all teenagers go through through things like that that's that's a parent or a, an adult saying i don't know what to do and i i don't want to deal with that right that's why self-care is so important because they don't know how to manage the stress mm -hmm. so it's so important to de-escalate the team and keep them balanced and keep them engaged and not overwhelm and overschedule them. And I know a lot of parents push their kids to be the best at everything, to be in every extracurricular activity there is, sports, whatever. But that is not how most kids are wired. And you have to take into account that a teen's brain is not fully developed till 23 years old. Mm -hmm. Right. So they act on impulse. So when you start putting a lot of pressure and stress on your children, that's a little scary because they will act impulsively. They'll drive recklessly. You know, they'll, they'll do stupid things without thinking. You also have to factor in brain development because there are ways away from being able to have a fully developed brain and think before they act. Right. That not a lack of full development means that sometimes they can't look forward into the future to see the consequences of their decisions, you know, that, and that's very normal for the brain development they have. Um, and it's, I think, what keeps parents up at night <laughs> worrying about their, the safety of their teens. Well, and you can't dismiss it and say, you know what, your life is not always going to be like this. Things are going to get better. When I was your age, you know, this happened, whatever. That's well intended, but you have to realize that kids are living for the moment. They're living in the now and in the present. And what matters to them is their social world and what's going on in their little circle right now. They can't see into the future. Mm -hmm. That's how they're wired. Mm -hmm. Right. So, Christy, how do we um, how do we find your beautiful book? Like what? Where can people go to get it? I mean, I feel like we should order like cases of it and like drop ship them to every high school in the world. Wouldn't be great? But um, how how do we get our our hands on this and the work that you're doing in the how do we found out about the work you're doing in the world? Well, the uh, the best place is on my website at thegriefgirl.com, but the book is available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. And it should be available in bookstores nationwide. So mm -hmm. check out check out my website. That's your best bet. Right. And and Christy, thegriefgirl.com, tell us a little bit about why you, you chose that 
name. Is that something that you really specialize in working with grief? Uh, at, yes, it is. Uh, eight years ago, my husband died by suicide. And he ran in front of a train in Dana Point, California, where we lived. And after his death, I made it my mission to help people dealing with grief. I didn't want anybody to have to go through what I was experiencing. So I started out first just writing my story, tips for grief, what I did in my grief journey. And then I thought, you know, if I'm really going to make a difference, we've got to start with our youth. We've got to teach our kids how to take care of themselves. What? Let's talk about the different issues that they're facing today, like cyberbullying, peer pressure, parental pressure, academic pressure, all these pressures. Give them some tools, give them resources, where to go for help and what to do. The stigma of mental illness needs to be abolished and that needs to start with our teens. We need to start conversations about our mental health at a young age. Right, and this is the, um, the focus of the other book that she wrote. Um, you, I had you on my radio show back in 2019. That was Beneath the Surface. Is that that's the name of your first book, right? yes? Yes, Beneath the Surface what is, and that's on Amazon and my website as well, that covers all the different issues that our teens are facing today. Mm -hmm. And there's stories of real teens that are struggling with those issues and what they did to overcome them. So mm -hmm. it's very relatable. And then there's tools, uh, there's resources where, where to go for help and um, hotline numbers. Well. Well, that's great. So it's sort of like beneath the surface kind of brought the issues to the surface that you're um, that teens are facing and that you've had to deal with in your own life. And then this book, Be You Only Better, is how um, how we like lived on the day to day um, to kind of stack the deck in our favor in a way to live happy and productive lives. Where, no matter right. where we are, no, no matter how old we are. Yes, and the books were, I wrote the books really to kind of go hand in hand. Here are the issues. You're not alone in this. Here's a story of a real teen who is going through this. Right. Here's where to go for help. And then take it a step further. And here are self-care tools so that you can stay in a safe, healthy place. Christy, thank you so much for the beautiful work that you're doing in the world and for, um, I don't know, it's, it feels like a whole generation crying out for help, you know, and thank you so much for hearing the cry and giving us tools to, to help so they don't, they don't, they don't drown, they don't go around being the most, continue to be the most depressed and anxious, you know, uh, like demographic that we have. It's really sad. Yeah. And it yeah. starts with education. It really does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So thanks so much for being on the show with us, Christy. I hope everyone runs out and reads your book and buys a lot of them, gives them to all the teens and parents that they know. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <clears throat> and thanks all of you guys for tuning in and, and watching or listening to us today. If you want to find me, you can uh, find me at my website, lisacampion.com. Come by and visit. I'd love to see you. I have a lot of free resources for empaths and psychics and sensitives that's sort of my gig is training psychics healers and empaths to fully step into their gifts because i think the world needs all the healers that can get now more than ever and that's what we're doing here on the on the miracle of healing too where we are healing the planet one person at a time right here on empower radio
I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network. Do you have an online course or an event or a book you'd like to promote? We've got the right audience for you. Our listeners love content like the show you just heard. You can reach our engaged audiences by advertising right here on mindbodyspirit.fm, the podcast network, in shows about wellness, self-care, spirituality, angels, and more. Contact info at mindbodyspirit.fm.